Hey everybody, I'm Eugene Driscoll. Welcome to Valley Naval Gazing. We're recording this uh, the day before Thanksgiving to be broadcast uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm a reporter with ValleyIndy.org and I'm joined by another reporter with ValleyIndy.org, Ethan Fry. How are you? Stressed. I got to get out of here in about a half hour to go pick up my kids at school who have a half day, so we're trying to jam this podcast uh, down everybody's throats. And of course, it's a complicated podcast because what we have here is, uh, I believe it's the Valley Indy First, we have an interview with President-elect Donald J. Trump. The background here is, that's right, you hear Donald J. You believe that's a first. We've never... As far as I know. We didn't talk to Obama in 2009. No, I mean, Jody might have and just not not told us, a former reporter. But uh, what's going on here is uh, I used to be a reporter at this uh, newspaper called The Patent Trader in Mount Kisco, New York. It was a weekly paper. And uh, in about, I think this recording is from 2000. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure. I started there in 98, right out of college. We were bought by a major newspaper. It was a family-owned paper. And then it was purchased by a, uh, a media conglomerate. Gannett? I wouldn't want to name them because I'm well, worried this might be their intellectual property. So I was purposely, I didn't forget the company I wor- worked for. I just didn't want to say it. It's not their intellectual property. But, uh, so, uh, okay, well, uh, all right. Uh, I, I had a, I, I've sort of run this by... Uh, I got a year in law school. I can make that all pronouncement. All right, good. That's our counselor, uh, Ethan Fry. So anyway, I think this interview is 16 years old. And at the time, Donald J. Trump, the Trump Organization had this land in uh, Newcastle, New York, Bedford, New York, and North Castle, New York. Basically rich people country. Mm. And uh, also there is this reservoir called Byram Lake, which was the drinking source for the village of Mount Kisco. Mm. At the time, a less affluent community. And Trump wanted to put a golf course on the shores of Byram Lake, so residents were concerned. So mm-hmm. I would write about this thing all the time. It was front, in front of the various planning and zoning commissions down there. Maybe they were just planning uh, commissions. And, you know, basically the vibe in northern Westchester at the time in 99, 2000, 2001, it, you really, they didn't want anything built. I mean, we're talking, you know, it's a wealthy area. Ethan just spilled coffee all over himself. Uh, you know, big all the all the land is on a uh, big acreage. Mm-hmm. You know, it was no, just, yeah. I just, I just Google image searched uh, Bedford, New York, and it's just like, uh, you know, views from helicopters of giant mountain, uh, giant mansions surrounded by woods. Yeah, it was like you know. I remember doing a story in Pound Ridge, which is in that area where. Uh, oh yeah, that's y- another one. You know, yeah, Richard. I was at a planning and zoning meeting or a planning commission meeting, and basically uh, Richard Gear. His representatives were in there because he wanted to put up a fence to keep away stalkers. So it's yeah, yeah. One time I was driving back from uh, Connecticut in like or you know the Ridgefield area or something in like the Danbury area, and like you could you, you take a wrong turn and you end up oh you're in New York State. And I was like driving like the Pound Ridge, one of those communities. You just drive through, and like you'll be driving through the woods, and all of a sudden like there's this huge like brightly lit compound. It's like something out of like Godfather Two, you know. Yeah, there was a yeah, Pound Ridge, Lewisboro was another one, North Salem, New York, horse country, and the way it's developed is because it's all New York City reservoir land where you yeah, couldn't yeah, build. Yeah. Although, from what I hear, that's all changing now. You can whatever you can hmm. put a you can put a stop and shop and a subway there. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> uh, but anyway, 
So, I mean, it was an interesting place to report on looking back. I mean, again, I was, uh, I, you know, I graduated college in 1998 on a Saturday, and I started at this little paper on a Monday. And, uh, you know, the it was independently owned when I first worked there, but the owner had, like, tenuous connections to the New York Post gossip pages, and he was, like, related to the family that owned, by marriage, that owned the New York Times, and he was kind of a... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say player, but he was, uh, you know, he was what he was. You know, over the when I worked there, I had to. Uh, Hillary Clinton at the time had declared her candidacy for uh, Senate. S- Senate, yeah, it was during mm-hmm. all that. So I had to go approach her at a, an event she was appearing at, and my boss had been the one who introduced her, but he's actually related to Monica Lewinsky somehow. <laughs> and it was kind of those things I was set up because they wanted to. I assume somebody within the organization where I worked wanted to leak it to the. Uh, gossip pages of the post because it appeared there like the mm-hmm. next day so mm-hmm. it was a really sort mm-hmm. of looking back it was it was a little bizarre it was definitely a unique space uh but and you know there would be celebrities all over the place and yeah you these, talked to bill clinton at one point right i met bill clinton yeah yeah i interviewed him uh ran into him at a photo mat uh you know which don't even those those don't even exist anymore it's one of those one hour photo places mm-hmm. yeah ran into him you know interviewed all, all kinds of just random directors actors and stuff like that but anyway i would do all these stories on the trump organization and the opposition in the village of mount kisco to his plans to put this golf course over their drinking uh supply and they were the water supply and they were worried that you know the pesticides and everything that he was going to put on the golf course would roll down the hill and go right into their drinking water and at the time he had some which the village pitched or spun as a you know untested filtration system mm-hmm. like trump was saying it was going to be perfect it was going to be the best it was going to be state of the art it was beautiful <laughs> huge and uh you know the village of mount kiska was like no so you know i've told the story many 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 times you know my one donald trump phone call and uh i was digging it was in my basement over the weekend and I have this bag of uh, cassette tapes, you know, because I was a cassette guy, right? I'd re- I always record everything. Uh, when I started at the Patent Trader, I had, you know, an old phone tap, like the the old school sticky phone Suction tap. Suction cup on the receiver. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was like, it was, yeah. And it would plug into a cassette uh, recorder handheld. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I had cassettes long after CDs. I would still have cassettes today if I could because mm. they were indestructible, you know, although time makes the tape disintegrate so anyway uh trump somehow got a hold of my little crappy paper story about his uh, plans to build a golf course and called me up and i had a voicemail i guess it's not how i really remember it, but listening to the tape this is must much have been how from it happened. the donald himself i don't remember i thought it was from somebody from his organization you can hear That's at the beginning wacky. of the tape you know, there's a lot of confusion as I mm. I get passed through. I'm this yeah, like the layers of uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I go through like four different uh, gatekeepers and uh, anyway. So I just thought, you know, why are we playing this? I mean, you know, it's at the time. I, anyway, I, I dug through my tapes and I found this, and it was labeled on. Uh, I mean, I don't label anything. I'm horribly. Uh, uh, what is that word? Disorg- unorganized? Unor- disorganized? Whatever it is. Yeah, either works. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm terrible. But I guess for whatever reason, I had written on the tape with a post-it note that lasted all these years. It just, you know, it says like Trump 
in faded uh, mm. pen, and so I just oh, kept and, it with me. Uh, I wanted to ask about Bel Castro cell tower. Was that another <laughs> well, hot and, controversy? And you see how Bel Castro's? Yeah, on the tape, I had this other label. It said Bel Castro cell tower, and that's like the majority of the tape because mm. yeah, it, like a PZC building uh, building a cell tower in northern Westchester, New York at that time. Cell towers were new, and man, they would fight like tooth and nail. Cell towers. I wrote about so many cell towers. Mm. It was unreal. Uh, and I think the other thing was like a teacher who had gotten in trouble, who had been my my English teacher and had gotten in trouble for uh, something. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So there was Trump, and I put it on, and I was thinking like, oh, because I had like I found like Led Zeppelin four, Black Sabbath, Paranoid, all these awesome old cassettes that I was I was way into classic rock, you know, in the eighties and nineties when I was in high school. And uh, and there it was. And I know like I've when you when you try to put a cassette tape in after all these years you know they disintegrate mm. they they just literally turn to dust in there but as of right now this is working and it is like a 10 minute interview or so uh, with me and Donald Trump uh there's nothing I probably should have said this right at the at the top of this there's nothing like earth shattering in there i was hoping for some juicy stuff you know mm. maybe he'd uh you know say whatever but there's none of that and i'm very nervous i'm 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 2 years as a reporter at this point I'm 20, probably 26 or something like that. Uh, I sound about 10, and I'm, I'm, I remember being very nervous talking to him, and I think it comes through in the recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not a complete uh, embarrassment. Uh, so anyway, first we'll just play a part of this tape now that we're nine minutes into it where it's just me calling them back because I, I, I randomly, you know, came back from probably getting a cup of coffee, and I had a, a message on my voicemail from the Trump Organization. Mm. So uh, looking back, if you listen to it, I think he called me by accident. I think maybe he was meaning <laughs> to call someone else, but... Uh, Are we, and we were talking uh, earlier about, um, like, did it, maybe he thought, like, it was a different paper. Like, we, were, we both worked at the News Times in Danbury, and, like, you'd call somebody up, and they'd be like, what, the New York Times? And it's like, no. Uh, no. Yeah, like, I would uh, yeah, just say no really fast. <laughs> actually, like, listening, listening to this recording in a second, you know, I kind of sound like that old SNL bit... Uh, land shark where the uh, like Jaws would knock on your door <laughs> Chevy Chase says Jaws and he would just be like uh, telegram like I'm mumbling mm. I'm, I'm clearly I you know because I know they don't know what the patent trader is mm -hmm. so I'm just, I'm trying to like BS my way uh, in because there there's resistance at, at first so here's the first part and I edited this down because I was the majority of the tape is me on hold mm. and this is an audio this is a 16 year old audio cassette off an old school uh, phone tap so there's a lot of there's a lot of interference. I'm going to warn you right now. I tried to edit this first part down so we can just get this is actually like five minutes edited down to a minute where it's just me trying to get through the gatekeepers. So let's uh, have a listen to that right now. Driscoll, I was just I'm a reporter. Right. I was uh, returning a phone call I received about five minutes ago from someone from the Trump Organization. Well, it wasn't me, that's for sure. Uh huh. I said. Uh, Donald Trump calling. I'm a reporter up here. Mr. Trump's trying to put in uh, a golf course oh. on Byram Lake, the Mount Kisco's water supply. Yeah, but I didn't call you. Oh, no? Uh, no. Uh, and it's no, a 914 number? No, it's, uh, we're a 914 number, right. Yeah. All right, just let me see if anyone calls. I can Okay, thank you. Well, it so happens, but did call you. There's oh. One second. Okay, thank you. All right. He was just on no. the other line. I understand. That's all right. Okay. Thank he's you. Just, he's kind of busy. Hold on one second. I bet. <laughs> Hold on one second. Thanks. All right. So that was... Uh, was that Ivanka? <laughs> or 
Who's Ivanka? The daughter? Is that yeah. his daughter? No. Well, she, I guess was, she was 16 she was years ago. Like, yeah, yeah. She was probably like 19 back then. Yeah. No, this was, he had, you know, a whole, I guess, staff of, uh, you know, and I just remember like, just the, like the contempt in the woman's voice at the beginning. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I think now if that happened, I just would have probably cursed and hung up the phone mm. or something like that. I I seem to be much more level-headed as a, uh, you know, as a scared kid, mm. essentially. So then, so that was that, you know, uh, uh, I thought maybe uh, I had made a mistake and he hadn't called me. I don't know. But but then you'll, you'll hear, he actually, he did read the article because he... Uh, he references it, references it. Yeah, and that's something so. people say that like Trump's notoriously thin-skinned and all this. Like he he does appear to pay attention to the press. Um, even, yeah, and it's like even well, back even back then the right. small regional press. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, you know, there was no internet, so I don't even know how he got the article. That's what you know. We didn't have a website, as far as I knew. As far, I mean, I remember my email was a Yahoo account that my editor. He was like, "Gene, you're Gene Kisco at Yahoo," and we <laughs> never used it. We never used a email. You know, we somebody, barely, probably somebody probably faxed it to him. You know, it was probably like. Back right. in the day. Yeah. And so what you'll hear, I mean, he doesn't, we don't get any, uh, there's nothing, he basically, in my opinion, and everyone's going to have a different interpretation to, to this recording, sounds like a kind of a rich, spoiled guy trying to get his golf course made. And uh, yeah, I feel like it's just gonna Like, I haven't heard it yet, but I feel like it's just going to be him talking about the golf course like he talks about what he's going to do it, for the country now you know it there is there is we're gonna have a great golf course it's going to be top notch you know like this is this is how he's always it, talked about all of his business everything ventures. yeah and there is that and then there's uh he's very gracious like he makes it a point to say my name several times yeah yeah that's you know which is yeah where media like, training 101 he, he's, he's at the beginning he's complimentary of the reporting as if he's like surprised i can write uh, but by the end of it, he does put in a little like uh, I didn't get a side of the story, which there are some glimpses at the Trump president elect to come, mm. I guess. Sad. So, uh, you know, he doesn't get too mean, though. But but anyway, here is uh, Donald J. Trump from uh, approximately 16, 15 years ago. And you're listening to uh, Valley Naval Gazing on WNHH 103.5 LP FM. Streaming live, although this is recorded on newhavenindependent.org and valleyindy.org and iTunes and SoundCloud and Libsyn, Libsyn and wherever on YouTube, here, there, everywhere. Okay, all right, all right here's uh, our special guest, Mr. Trump. Wait, I got to turn up his mic. Sorry, Mr. Trump. <laughs> what are you, mic three? Was there a lot of this sniffing during the phone call? No, I don't think so. No, no. But the way he says, well, I guess we, I can pause this. As we go through it. And, and, and for our listeners at home, uh, th- we have a boom box in front of us with a cassette tape in it. And I, and I just have a microphone to the speakers. This is about as high tech as we get here at the Valley Indy. Let's see if this works. There's going to be hissing, as you can hear. That's, our, that's the boom box. Sorry about that. Hello. Hi, Mr. Trump. Hi, how are you? No. Hello, <laughs> right? Isn't it? He sounds, he sounds, this, this is live again. Uh, does, oh. Doesn't he sound like uh, I don't know? Like you're something out of like a 1980s John Hughes yeah movie. Yeah. He's like the bad guy. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll shut up. Sorry. We're we're, we're angering sixty percent of our readers right now who voted for uh, Donald Trump in the Valley. We're we're having some but we're having some fun here. Let's we need some laughs, right? Right, people. Don't we all need to laugh? 
or cry. Not bad. How about yourself? Okay, good. Um, I just read your story. It was very well written, I must say. But, you know, we've had <laughs> tremendous support for this project um, over the last two years. Uh, because basically, Gene, it's, it's, a, um, it's a golf course as opposed to we think we could probably do about 108 units of housing. 108 units? Right. And, um, you know, at, at anywhere right around that number. And everybody in Bedford, in Northcastle, in Newcastle, all of them, they all want this housing. I, I mean, they all want this golf course because the alternative is tremendous disruption with trucks, with, you know, you'll be building housing for years at 108 wow. units. Um, now, this is the classic. You see this so often at hearings, like land use hearings yeah. to this day. Like, oh, yeah, you, uh, you don't want this massive shopping center built? Well, we could build 300 apartments. And uh, what, think right. about what all that will do. You to don't want Panera system. Bread? How about a methadone clinic? It's, a, <laughs> it's allowed like, by zoning. It like, seems yeah, like, very an, like an extortion yeah. racket almost. But, uh, I mean, he's... The he, alternative he's, is worse. The alternative is always worse. He said that in a very, worse. you know, cheery, nice way. And, and I, I, you know, I... Uh, yeah, now I'm talking like him. You know, uh... <laughs> I mean, I was a Mount Kisco reporter at the time. You know, I was born and raised in Somers, New York, which is in that area, too. Uh, I never talked to anybody. I mean, I remember going to public hearings and people made, they had little bottles of water. And they, uh, they, they put on the outside of it a fake label that said Mount Kisco water with a skull and crossbones, <laughs> insinuating that he was going to poison, or his organization with his golf course was going to poison people. So if there was support of the housing, I... Mm. I missed it as a reporter. All right, here he is again. So, you know, the only one that fights, and, and as you know, this is the same lawyer that lost to me on Trump World Tower, Mr. Gerard. Michael I, Gerard. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that, actually. Oh, well, he doesn't tell you that. Uh, Gerard sued me at Trump World Tower, which is a 90-story building being built opposite the United Nations, which is sure. completed. And he lost uh, the case in Supreme Court, and then you lost unanimously in the appellate division. Okay. And he sued me on environmental grounds that the uh, the zoning was environmentally no good. Okay? Okay. Um, and, you know, it's it's ridiculous. What about, uh, I, I write for uh, the village of Mount Kisco. That's my beat. Right. And the people here are concerned about pesticides and fertilizers. I, I remember, this is Eugene again, I remember at the time, like, the guy, Gerard, that he's mentioning, mm -hmm. You know, he was the city's environmental uh, lawyer. He was just uh, an outside counsel brought in. I remember he was just like a sort of quiet, buttoned down. Mm. You know, he was your environmental attorney. And I remember like w thinking like, what? Because, <laughs> I mean, the way in, in northern Westchester where they would fight things, you know, residents would hire their own attorneys. They would spend big bucks and it would all be about process. You know, it was hellish as a reporter to report on. Uh, so I remember, like, you know, to, to, he kind of turned it into, well, this guy's got a personal grudge against mm. me, which was just hugely surprising because that had never been said publicly, nothing. It was just, they didn't, I mean, Northern Westchester, the, those towns wouldn't, we wouldn't debate like that. If that would, that would never, mm. so I'm shocked. I can hear, I'm just like, what? <laughs> and I, I, I make, I make it seem like I know what he, his tower being built. I, I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, reporting. Technique. I, okay, there's a lot. There's a lot of oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and then you're like mashing your keyboard like, into like, Google. Why does he talk? Well, I didn't even have Google back then. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know yeah. if I had internet access in these days. Put on a, on the golf course, and they've been urging you to test 
the uh, linear absorption system. I just, here's what I don't know. I just don't understand why golf courses all over the country are very popular with towns. Mm. Uh, as you know, we're not in Mount Kisto. Right. not part of the zoning district. But it's their drinking and water. All over the country, they're very, very, I mean, golf courses are very popular. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, why. Now, I can tell you why, because they want us to make a contribution. Why don't you ask about 684, you know, Route 684? Sure, sure. Uh, where the oil and gas from cars is spewing into 680, in, into Byron Lake. And here we are building an environmentally, probably one of the most environmentally friendly golf courses ever conceived of. We have all sorts of controls. And by the way, we'll use very little. Now, let, let me ask you a different question, Gene, and I hope you can put this in because it's interesting. What would happen if I subdivide the land and build 108 units of housing? Okay. Do you think you're going to have any protection from those homeowners from using all sorts of different uh, uh, things on their lawn? Uh, where there'll be absolutely no control because you'll have 108 different owners? Right. Or even to take it to another extreme, I mean, even if you just, uh, you know, just broke it into a number of parcels, uh, everybody would, there'd be no way of, of doing it. There'd be no way of seeing it. The, the, they could go down to the local uh, hardware store and buy the worst uh, pesticides that you can imagine. Whereas we're doing very, you know, we're, we're doing this as a, a, an extremely friendly course environmentally. But again, people don't understand that Mr. Gerard is the same lawyer that seems to follow me around, and he lost unanimously in the appellate division on trying to stop Trump World Tower. And I mean, it's just like now all these years later, I mean, he makes good points uh, at the time. Uh, I was sort of just, they were going over my head, mm. I think. But, you know, th that water source is literally, you can see it. You go down 684 North, look to your right when you get uh, from Bed uh, Bedford into North Castle. And, yeah, there it's, it's above a big highway. Uh, and, yeah, the, you know, single-family homes, those estates, you probably do have yeah, less yeah. regulation. I, I guess the, but the he, response would probably be, like... We'd prefer, like the per people there would prefer to have nothing developed there, and but again, that's, then you run into the property rights and like you know, right? Did did he buy that land? Did he get some special good deal on it? Because, some of this will come you know, up. Some of this will come up in in the in the interview a little bit, uh, and uh, you know, but it's fascinating now that he's president elect to look back and see how he sort of he'll make a valid point, but he he pivots to personal. He mm. you know, and it just didn't seem to me uh, that the I mean, oh, there was no evidence that I ever saw like this one lawyer just want, had it in for him. I mean, mm -hmm. I think the guy was a respected lawyer. It's interesting how he turns it uh, some. He, it's, he turns it tabloid a, a yeah, little. Yeah, bit. I was gonna say like uh, yeah, which is you know that's New York City. He was a tabloid figure for my whole life. And now, lo and behold, he surfaces in the town of Mount Kisco, and he's got total control over the mayor. She okay. And, and you want to ask, how much are they being paid by Mount Kisco for this? Okay. Okay? Because our choice is, do we build 108 houses? It's very simple. Do we build 108 houses, Gene, or do we build a golf course with open space and, and beautiful, friendly environment? Do you think uh, the planning board... Gene, there... hold it one second. I'll get this guy off. Hold it one second. What, is that you? <laughs> well, I don't know. No, now that he goes... Uh... He goes away. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do is turn down the mic a little because it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of uh, of this now. Uh, 
Yeah, he. I got put on hold for a while. I was on hold like five minutes to uh, to get on this, and then he he goes off for a little bit. So uh, again, he's talking about. I mean, the the mayor of Mount Kisco at the time was this like the sweetest. Mm. Uh, I believe she was a f- retired school nurse or something like that. Just the sweetest little little old lady you could imagine. Well, like, of course, oh, like that that's who they oh. that's who that's who they put in to to, to be controlled know, roughshod over the right. uh, she was like I landowner's mean, property right but then she was like a mother her, i believe her son was a cop like she was also also like she might be you know she was a tough old irish lady too like mm-hmm. there was nobody putting stuff uh over on her but uh it's just so interesting to hear him pivot to that yeah, uh, yeah. you you get you get the impression that like trump well like trump knows i mean he's he's you get the impression that he has like good news judgment, you know, like he wants to turn this like planning story into like this feud yeah. with this lawyer. He's and, guaranteeing you know, the front like, page exactly, now. Yeah, exactly. I, I, as soon as I hang up, I'm like, oh, you know, that boring old, yeah. you know, process I've been writing about, and that, and you can in my questions, you can you can tell I'm so I'm I'm way I, I'm way into like the infiltration system he had proposed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like. I'm, I'm, so and he clearly is not. No, he like, just he, completely ignores. He's a, he's a better editor than I am. He's like, what are you doing, kid? Well, who? Nobody. Can, no, none of your readers care about the infiltration system. This guy's under. He's the mayor's under the control of this lawyer. <laughs> Let me see if I can fast forward to this a little. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the recording for a second. Uh, we'll be right back. But you won't know we're gone. Okay. All right. So now I fast forwarded uh, past all the uh, noisy stuff, and I believe like during the break because he put me on hold for a couple of minutes, and. Uh, I think all this stuff about the 108 housing alternative had been completely new to me, and I was trying to actually fact check it as I was on hold mm. before the internet. So I think I called out for a copy of Westchester Weekly, which was a used to be published uh, uh, by the. It was an alternative newspaper who had. Oh, okay. I think they had just uh, and any like Paul Bass, who runs the online journalism project, the New Haven Independent, had worked for the New Haven Independent for for many years. So I needed help from uh, from those guys. Uh, I think one of my questions next is uh, prefaced off information I grabbed as I was on hold. So let's see. Here it is again. Again, I apologize for the, uh, but... Hey, Pat. Dean? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, go ahead, Gene. I was going to ask you, do you really think the uh, the Bedford Planning Board will allow uh, 108 units of housing on that land? They're, they're a pretty tough board. They're pretty notorious. Oh, you're right. It's three, first of all, it's three towns. Uh, right. More than Bedford. It's Bedford, Newcastle, Northcastle. Well, I mean, as of right, we're entitled to that. Now, we have to go through a process, but as of right, we're entitled to 108 houses. How about, uh, I know you were raising things about Mr. Gerard, and I'm not sure if the average man on the street in Mount Kisco is aware of that. How do you respond to somebody on the street who just hears uh, a golf course on their water supply and they're worried that uh, it'll be infected by pesticides? Well, let, let me ask you, if you left the course if you left the ground just the way it is right now there are no controls on the ground you can we could use whatever we wanted just the way it is mm-hmm. okay okay number one i mean you know beyond the 108 i'm talking about uh, the 108 will have absolutely will have you know i'm not talking only water i'm talking in terms of everything you are entitled to 108 houses on the site we have you know we have 215 acres it's almost like he's saying uh, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, he's planning to you know if he doesn't get his golf course to sell these properties to the the most <laughs> like just a bunch of like jerks are gonna move in there. Asphalt company, or right? Like, right. You know. They're gonna get. He does, but like, like that, the that's Union like a carbide guy. He's, he's pulling there. like the 
like and people like do this often you ask a pointed question and then like they'll they'll want you to be like engage with them it's and it's just like yeah. you know you can't really you know like well right, let's so, not uh, yeah i would assume the person would say but it, like you can't be a stand right. in for it you know i'm asking this Loretti on behalf of people a lot you mayor already does that yeah they'll, they'll like, turn you'll around. ask a question yeah. and be like well, well what about this and it's what do you like, think yeah, and it's yeah. like well, i don't i don't think either way i get you know i gotta hand the story in and collect my paycheck dude but uh but you know what I mean? He's like making it seem like these people who end up buying. And, and by the way, this golf course was never built. <laughs> it ended up becoming housing of some. Uh, it took. This was going on for years, even at this point. And I don't know when it was all resolved. Yeah, yeah. But a property that spans three different towns. Like yeah, that's, that's a really. A, yeah, and in that part of the world good is God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fact that he even tried this is is, I guess, interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's like he's going to sell it to the, just the worst homeowners you could imagine who are just going to get there the first day and just dump chlorine in their yard and like not have a septic tank and let it go right to the... Like, who are these people buying these like billion-dollar homes? Mm. Like, you'd think they would be... Monsanto or something. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. But anyway, here's more of it. Okay. Uh, Gerard says that the actual number stated in your, in your environmental impact study... Right is uh, the most you could get is 46 houses on that. Yeah, but that's if we do large-scale houses. Okay, that's large-scale housing? We can go much smaller than that. Okay. In other words, if we did large-scale... It'll, it'll be like downtown uh, Ansonia with, like, you know... Trump is known four for... Four-family houses right. every 10 feet with uh, no on-street parking. Right, yeah. It's like, what we're going to do is put in... Uh, we're going to put in Bayside, Queens right there. That's what we're going to do. It's like, what? Uh, okay. Uh, seven Springs-type house. Okay. He's correct. But uh, if we do smaller units, you know, like the uh, Toll Brothers type units, uh, we can do much more than that. Oh, and this is Toll like, Brothers name drop. We, and, and the thing is, like at that point, Toll Brothers probably like the most hated. They had bought like a former, and I, you know, I don't even know if I should go into this because my memory could be wrong. But they they were controversial in Mount yeah, Kisco. Yeah. They're controversial everywhere. They, they had yeah, built yeah. they had built on like oh, people wanted this open space preserved, and they put in a bunch of big mansions. So at the time, yeah, the fact that he that they're, was, they're one of those they, he didn't just yeah, randomly yeah, yeah, drop yeah. in Toll Brothers. Like yeah, was, yeah, and then like in a couple of communities in Connecticut over the years, they've done you know where they've been rejected. They've said like they've done pulled that like oh we could build affordable housing then you know and then the, yeah. It's, so, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Because, you know, figure it out, Gene. We have 215 acres. Okay. And in some of the area, we have one acre zoning. What, at what point do you say, you know what, forget the golf course, I'm going to go for housing? Is that is that even uh, a possibility? Oh, there's a major possibility. In fact, with housing prices right now, I'm, uh, I'm very foolish to do a golf course because I can make a lot more money with housing than I can with a golf course. But a golf course... This is the fifth year of zoning on this. A golf course is uh, environmentally much more friendly than houses, and it's what Bedford and Northcastle want, and Newcastle too, because they don't want to see housing built. Okay. Which is a tax on the schools, which is a tax on their areas. A lot more people will be there. A lot more trucks are going to be there. It'll take a lot longer to build. So I, I thought your article was really well written, but I wanted to give you our side because I noticed that Steve Cass wasn't able to call you back. Right, right. And that's the, his lawyer at okay, the time. Yeah. You know, the bottom line is that, that I, you know, that a housing developer would make a lot more money than a golf course. Okay. How about you said earlier in our conversation that the mayor, uh, not the mayor, but that Mount Kisco is looking for a contribution, or you said they're looking for a contribution? Well, they want us to make a contribution to what their plan is, and because they're not in the zoning district, into their, you know, system, and because they're not in the zoning district, uh, 
The only thing they could do is complain about a lake. Now, <laughs> now, the, from what I remember at the time, they that they said, "Hey, that's our reservoir. That's where we're getting the drinking water." Yeah, yeah, and it might not be exclusively. They might get it from from other places too. I don't know what percentage of that lake was used for drinking water, mm. or maybe it was. I, I just don't remember. But yeah, he, do, he. It's interesting. He. I remember like thinking that he's not acknowledging the concerns of just the average dude in Mount Kisco. Mm-hmm. You should you should have them focus on the the fuel and everything that's spilling into that lake from 684. Okay. Not something from an environmentally friendly golf course. How about one thing that's happened here, when I talk to people in Mount Kisco, when this was first proposed, it was kind of, no, this has to be rejected outright. Now they've changed their position. They're saying, okay, if there's going to be a golf course there, that's fine. But that LAS should be tested at Mr. Trump's property in Briarcliff, which doesn't sit above a water source. Why not just appease the people and say, okay, you know what, we're going to try this out for a little bit and to, to ensure well, it's cool. I might do that. We're, we'll, we maybe will do <laughs> There it is, the pliable, no problem. <laughs> hey, you don't like waterboarding? Me neither. Like, he just... Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do yeah, that. yeah. That 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 was uh, people were talking about that yesterday. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yesterday, the he met with the New York Times and just yeah. ap- apparently did a one eighty on like half the positions he, he things, staked yeah. out on the campaign trail. Not going to prosecute and, and Hillary like the, Clinton. The, the 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 thinking is just like he'll just he wants to make happy whoever he's in a room with, yeah. and it's like that's and that's not what, generally a person you. And when I, that's exactly what I thought look, looking back on this. It's like, there I am. And I must have written that question in advance because I'm not that poised. You know what I mean? Just to hear, I'm like, who is this guy? Uh, but yeah, to hear, I'm just a, you know, a 26-year-old reporter. And he's like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe we will do that. I don't think he, they ever did. Or maybe they did. I don't know. Uh, but anyway. Do that. Okay. Maybe we will check it. it it's something, it's something uh, that, that it's, it certainly could be looked in. You know, it's, it's a very simple system. It's foolproof. It's simple. We're not dealing with sending rockets up to the moon. It's a very, very simple system. And uh, it is something that we could certainly look at uh, if uh, my people think that's appropriate. And I have no objection to it, and they have really no objection to it. What we don't want are the delays. We're in this process for five years. Okay. I can build uh, housing on the site and make much more money, but I thought that this would be something that would be great for the community. The community agrees with me. That's why they all like it, as opposed to the alternative of housing. Now, you know, we'll have to go through a process, but we could build 46 large-scale houses, and we could build 108, um, you know, nice houses, but it would be a huge tax on the community. Okay. That. So if something can be done fast, I'll do it. Otherwise, I'm seriously thinking about going to the housing plan, which will, which will make us a lot more money. Is there a date... Or, or a specific time where you're going to say, this is going to be housing now? I'm with well, it's, they're going to have to start acting quickly because you know what housing prices are. Right. And, and you know. It- Actually, at the time, I think I was le- living in an illegal basement apartment <laughs> in the city of Yonkers uh, with only one uh, entrance and exit. So uh, I don't know anything about housing prices at the time. <laughs> and I was paying a thousand bucks a month. It doesn't take a genius to realize that I can make a lot more money by doing housing than I can by doing a golf course. But it also doesn't take a genius to realize that a golf course is much more uh, friendly to the community and environmentally friendly. Both. To both. Both good for the community and good for the environment. And so I've been trying to go that route, but after five years, it's, a, it's enough time now. And again, to meet the same lawyer who we just defeated in New York, and now all of a sudden he's, he's representing 
Mount Kisco, perhaps at a huge fee, is perhaps. something that I don't understand. <laughs> okay. What about, I just Excuse have one me. last question for you, unless you have anything else to add. There's some in Mount Kisco I talked to. Look at me ending the conversation with a real estate tycoon, huh? Come on. Some groups who say, hey, you know what Mr. Trump should do? It's just uh, do the right thing by Mount Kisco and just donate the land to make it a permanent nature preserve, which is what the uh, owners of the land originally wanted back in the 40s and 50s. Any chance of that happening? Well, we've actually, we are going to be donating a certain portion of the land uh, to uh, Newcastle, I think. Preserve, etc. And it's about, how, how many acres is that? 32. Close to 32 acres, which is a huge value. I have no idea who he's talking about. You know, a huge amount of land. Oh, wait a second. We just got a huge out of there, right? Is that the first huge? (laughs) It was probably that land use lawyer. Could have been Cass. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Cass was his guy. Or maybe it was one of the dudes from The Apprentice. I don't know. There's that old guy from The Apprentice. Maybe that I pictured that. Uh, But we got to hear that huge. I got to go pick up my kid in a second. But uh, let's see. 32. Close to 32 acres, which is a huge value of, you know, a huge amount of land. Two of them. So we're donating that, and we're agreeing never to develop the site for other than a golf course. So that's a huge concession, those two things. Um, Three. So I really have done what they've wanted if I go the golf course route. If I go the housing route, all bets are off. (laughs) All bets are off. Anything else you wanted to add, sir? I appreciate your time. I, I thought a couple of things should be uh, out there. I think Go ahead. people should know about the 108 units, uh, you know, from 46 to 108, but, you know, you'll describe that. Uh, people should know <laughs> that, uh, you know, the lawyer was the person that uh, failed in the lawsuit to stop failed. the building I built opposite the United Nations, and now, lo and behold, he's there again. Uh, and, you know, and again, I, I really would like to know how much the town is paying him. Uh, at least they should have found a lawyer that beat me. Um, uh, and you know, it, yeah. There's that weird. I don't. I how do you, I, you don't. That, that's not the way you talk. And I guess he he was like you know the way he broke the political yeah, system a, here. Like, he broke we, he, he we broke heard, the debate there. It was like a nervous chuckle from you. Yeah, I was <laughs> like what, what, why? How is this personal? And now I got to call Gerard. It, there are things, and I just. I felt you. Oh, uh, Mr. Gerard, why are you such a loser? <laughs> your article is very fair, Gene, but unfortunately, you didn't have our point of view. Okay. And the point of view is that you know people in Bedford. I'm getting letters. We get on average five letters a week from Bedford and the other communities uh, in the area asking me to continue to go forward with the golf course. Anybody from Kisco saying that? Anybody that drinks the water? Well, anybody from Kisco would be doing saying it because uh, the, if they knew the facts, because the water will be much cleaner with a golf course. Then if we have housing or something else in the site. Okay. And, you know, the water will be perfect with a golf course. Nothing's going to go into it. But, again, they ought to focus on 684, not on, a golf, not on an environmentally friendly golf course. Because their real problem with Byram Lake is, it, is coming off of 684. Is the fumes and, and, and fuel spilling into the lake from 684. That's their problem. They don't want to get into that, but that's their real problem. Fumes? Okay. Okay, sir. Thanks for any time. If you ever want to call me, I'm, I'm at 212-832-2000. Oh, all right. And just feel free. Hold all on. Right, sir, rewind thanks a lot for your time. Okay, my friend. Thank Take you. Take care. So long. Bye-bye. So that was Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I think that was just a general number. I don't know. Yeah, could be, I, I didn't. 2000. That's the one. Yeah, if you call that, you get passed through the seven layers of hell just to get to him. 
Uh, but anyway, it is. Yeah. I, I mean, looking at I, I know this reservoir is probably built before 684 was, but yeah, I just looked it up on the Google Maps, and it's it's literally right he, next to the highway. He he, he yeah he made and those points. And then there's a couple valid. to the north and south. There's a couple other like sort of sanctuaries. It looks like so like open space preserves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder if that's where that. Uh, the Joe Vooley case. There, that it was, was around there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a Danbury guy who cut up somebody and dumped them. Yeah. I don't think it was in their in water Bedford, supply. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but, no. Yeah, but it yeah, was yeah, like off 684. What a random thing. That, you're obsessed with that. Yeah. I, it was, I covered the uh, the probable cause hearing. So, but anyway, that was my uh, brush with fame. Also, from, Led Zeppelin Four is, I think, my favorite Zeppelin album. I don't know. I think it's everybody's. Yeah. I'm kind of a particular going to California, physical graffiti and Led Zeppelin two. I think Led Zeppelin two would be mine, but yeah, that's probably in there. So uh, all right, so it's uh, I got to go pick up my kid. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this little trip through uh, memory lane, even though it's not Valley specific. But hey, I have a random old tape of the president elect of the United States, so we thought we would share it with you. Uh, for Ethan Fry, I'm Eugene Driscoll. Thanks for listening. <laughs>